0: You're listening to the Fitness and Wellness Class, powered by NASM. NASM's new subscription service, NASM Connected, is the best value in fitness. When you sign up, you'll get access to everything you'll need to expand your career, master new disciplines, and stay up to date with your certification in one great package. Gain instant access to over 350 online fitness courses available anywhere anytime, on any device. Earn CEUs for dozens of approved providers. Plus, unlock articles, webinars, videos, and podcasts from the biggest names in fitness. Don't wait. Sign up today and unlock the best content in fitness at the best price. Get connected at nasm.org slash connected or call 1-800-460-6276. Hey guys, welcome to the Optima 2020 virtual conference. I'm uh, your host for today, Mike Gelfgott, and our topic of conversation is 10 Guerrilla Marketing Ideas that Generate Personal Training Leads Now. I thought it'd be a good idea for us to define what exactly is uh, Guerrilla Marketing. If you have yet picked up this book, highly recommend it. Uh, J. Conrad Levinson defines Guerrilla Marketing as this, real marketing is an advertisement strategy in which a company uses surprise and or unconventional interactions in order to promote a product or a service. I added the part that says that generates uh, leads in 30 days or less because that's the topic of today's uh, conversation. So by the end of it, you will have 10 different ways that uh, you guys can generate uh, membership or personal training traffic into your facility. So. Uh, who the heck am I and why should you listen? My business partners and I have accomplished a few things in the Anytime World, uh, Anytime Fitness World that is. Um, I think one of, the, one of the most interesting projects that uh, I worked on though has been um, co-authoring and authoring a uh, a book which I'll actually talk about as one of the uh, 10 strategies to, uh, to do guerrilla marketing. Okay. Um, our agenda is loaded, uh, so you guys, let's get started, okay? One thing I do wanna make sure that uh, everyone is, um, I don't know if clear, or you definitely wanna have in place before you do any sort of uh, uh, marketing, for that matter, uh, guerrilla marketing, um, is this. You wanna have a sales process that actually converts a minimum 50 to 80% of the personal training leads that you have. Uh, coming in, if you're a uh, gym like uh, myself and you're selling memberships first, you want to have a sales process that converts a minimum 30 to 40% of those, if you don't make sure you put that into place. Otherwise, um, the main problem with your lead generation may not be actual lead gen, um, at all, maybe your sales process, um, two, you want to have a marketing process that actually speaks to your specific unique selling proposition. What is it that you do? better and different right than than anyone else you got to have a way to market that to talk about that um and i'll i'll talk a little bit more to that uh as it relates to the facility that we uh that we currently own Uh, you need a fitness evaluation process at the end of the day we all get paid for done the reason why these people will convert into a client from some sort of a uh short-term Trial that you're putting out is because you have a very tight, thought out fitness evaluation process that shows uh, fitness uh, outcomes. Uh, four, you got to have a step by step approach to convert these 15, 21 day, 30 day, six week trials because a lot of the guerrilla tactics will uh, be speaking to the 15, 21 day, or 30 days that you're either selling, or six weeks, or eight weeks even. You're either selling or giving away. Uh, something more uh, specific to what uh, we do, I thought I'd throw it out there. Um, is definitely a way to uh, differentiate yourself from another gym. Is uh, this have ways to measure wellness outcomes just as much as you have just as much as you have a ways to measure fitness outcomes. So what's the difference? So for example, at our facility, we have the ability to be, to measure one's fasting glucose. Uh, total lipid panel. I have a way to assess one's, um, uh, give you a baseline, that assessment, a baseline cognitively. Um, we can tell you what your processing speed is, what your memory is, uh, what your dual tasking is. Uh, so like driving would be an example of uh, of dual tasking. Um, and uh, of course, we can also measure your visceral uh, body fat uh, along with your subcutaneous and intramuscular fat as well. So it's just um, when you have ways to do to 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 measure wellness outcomes it opens up your window of many more programs that you can run other than just say weight loss uh programs uh public speaking or speaking into a camera is definitely a skill set you want to have in place because uh, a lot of the gorilla type of uh format or marketing will require you to do a presentation either in public or on camera uh, and many more things, which you'll see here in a little bit. Um, I know this might sound silly, but it, it is a skill. And uh, when I when I say you've got to master the skill of hustle, just recognize that you'll get more no's than yeses, and not to get discouraged. Uh, people don't say no to you personally, right? They're saying no to your products and services. There's ways to influence people. Anyways, now that we have that out of, uh, out of the way, let's get started, okay? Strategy number one or or your guerrilla strategy uh, number one, guerrilla marketing strategy is referrals. I know that this may sound so flipping obvious, uh, and I hope that all gyms and studios are asking for referrals, but gosh, I am uh, not pleasantly surprised to hear that a lot of gyms and studios are not asking for uh, referrals. I love it because it's completely free, but there are some, um, um, how do you call it, I guess, tricks um no that's the wrong word not tricks uh there are some uh, strategies that's a, that's a better word around uh asking for uh referrals right um but number number one reason why you should be asking for uh referrals is because if you take a look at any successful studio or any successful gym their number one lead generator are existing members and clients referring other existing members and clients so here's the Um, I guess the system or the mechanism I would say around referrals. Like when should you ask for referrals? And to me, there's four specific um, places that you could be asking or should be asking for referrals. Uh, Number one is as soon as somebody purchases either a training program or a membership, the very first thing, once you collect the down payment for whatever that they're purchasing, you should be asking for referrals. And we'll talk about how to do that. Here in a second but timing is important oftentimes i hear salespeople tell me that they forgot to ask for referrals or they didn't think about it and it's simply because there's no mechanism and i'm giving you the system the mechanism and that system is as soon as someone signs up and you know how they're going to do their down payment for whatever they're purchasing right after that you need to be talking about referrals um, number two post fitness evaluations they can't they're they're there isn't a better time for a personal training client to ask them for a referral. We'll talk about how to do that uh, in today's uh, presentation. Monthly events, of course, it makes sense to invite friends and family. I'll go. I'll go more details uh, later on in our presentation. And referral promotions twice a year, uh, and I'll, I'll have a specific strategy for that uh, as well. Okay. Um, so there's. Two components when you're asking for uh, referrals. One, it's if I'm a new member, if I'm a client and I am referring someone, what do I get? And then what is my f- friend who is getting referred? Um, what, are, what, 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 are, what are they gonna get, right? And so let's take a look at this uh, from a new member, new client uh, perspective, meaning if they refer somebody, what will their friends and family get? Here's the deal you need to give away whatever it is that your salespeople or your trainers get most excited about. I get pretty jacked up about giving away 21 days or 30 days of unlimited personal training to any of of the friends that our clients and members refer. Um, Our training program rocks. It produces some serious outcomes. I feel pretty pretty darn good giving that stuff away. It's not the only thing you can give away, as, as you can see there's a couple of options and whatever you can think of. But the most important thing to consider when you're giving anything away is do my salespeople get excited about giving away? Because the problem with referrals is that once you've asked for the sale and the person knows how they're gonna do their down payment from trainers or sales perspective, a salespeople perspective, they're like, okay, well, do I have to ask for more things? But what if we can frame their mind or reframe their mind from asking for something to giving something and that's why i say they need to be really flipping excited about giving something worth, okay so giving away six-week programs listen we sell those things for 500 bucks so once in a while yeah we'll run a promotion where we'll give away a bunch of six-week programs uh pre-packaged meals we know that people are struggling to eat well um so what a quick simple thing you can do is give away a bunch of meals uh, workout gear. Uh, when I say raffle tickets, something big. So we gave away a $1,500 trip. Um, now in order for you to qualify for that, uh, for that trip, you had to, uh, um, you the, the person that referred, uh, somebody, they actually had to join and, uh, buy a training program. but It was a $1,500, uh, prize giveaway. Right? So we'll talk more about that. All right. So from a client's perspective, Uh, Same deal. So in other words, uh, meaning, you know, if I give something to, uh, if I refer a friend, they'll get 15, 21 days or 30 days of unlimited PT. And if that friend, say, um, joins and is an incentive to get started to the friend, you can give them something special as well. And that's why I say you have to have a uh, process to convert these trials into clients. And so there's a specific moment in time where you would be giving people incentive to get started. So how do we ask for referrals? So let's say somebody uh, got started on a membership, for example, at your facility or training program, doesn't really matter. As soon as we collect the down payment, the pitch would go something like this. Mrs. Jones, thanks for getting started. Hey, listen, may I share with you our VIP program? Wait for the response. Of course, everyone is going to say, sure, go ahead. Well, Mrs. Jones, as a member or as a client of our facility, you get access to five VIP passes to give to your friends and family that will entitle your friends and family to 30 days of unlimited personal training at our facility. Think of some people that might want to feel better, get healthier, certainly lose some weight, maybe uh, look better. uh, But overall, like I said, improve their overall health. Here's the kicker. If any of these people, Mrs. Jones, get started, you will get 30 days of unlimited personal training as well. So take your time, work on this worksheet, I'll be right back and leave. I think one of the mistakes that uh, people, salespeople or trainers have when they're asking for the referrals is they don't give the person time to work on it. Get out of the office or wherever you are, go get some water, Let the, give them some time to work on that. Post-fitness evaluation might sound something like this. Let's say Mrs. Jones just had a killer fitness evaluation. Uh, she's feeling good, right? She feels like she's making progress. So the pitch would go something like this. Mrs. Jones, it's so nice that you had such a wonderful fitness evaluation. How do you feel? She feels great, wonderful. Hey, listen, uh, do you mind if I ask you a question? Right, ask permission. She'll say yes, or right, Mrs. Jones, listen, I'm looking for three more clients to join our training program that might want to feel as good as you do right now, right? Who do you know? Who do you have that might want to come in here to the club, check out the facility, go through the workouts. I'll give them a gift on me. There's of course no obligation. We'll give them a gift of 30 days of unlimited personal training. Now the kicker, remember is this, if they actually do come in and they get started, of course, Ms. Jones, you'll get rewarded. You'll get 30 days of unlimited PT as well ms jones who do you have and at this point like they should you should have a pretty good relationship with these individuals they shouldn't mind giving you a name or two right now the only thing with uh asking your clients for uh, referrals is that you can't be asking me for referral every evaluation right so we do our evaluations every eight weeks so six times a year our uh goal is to um pick four clients and every eight weeks we'll ask those clients for two to three names but that's but it's constantly rotating the same client might not even get asked uh at least directly like i just did post fitness evaluation uh, no more than maybe once a year okay um a couple of ways uh, to get referrals of course your monthly events like i said we'll talk about i'll talk about that uh, more specifically here in a bit and uh twice a year um, you should run some sort of a big promotion and one of the, um, how do you call it? Uh, one of the reasons you would run that big promotion other than of course, new sales and customer experience is also buddy referrals, which we'll talk about how to do that. All right, moving along. Um, number two strategy is a uh, local newspaper. This might sound interesting, but very few trainers, very few gyms um, write for their local newspaper. And it's probably one of the fastest ways to uh, establish a, uh, an authority in your town. And the pitch is this, you'll either email or call once a month, and the pitch is this, Mrs. Jones, or whoever you're talking to, I'm looking for ways to volunteer my time. I'm looking for ways to volunteer my energy, to talk about the things that I love to talk about, or uh, which is exercise and nutrition, or how to get people motivated, how to keep people motivated to continue to work out. Here are a few of the topics that I'd like to uh, write about. By the way, the topic should be whatever the top questions your clients have. And here are examples of some articles that I've already written and you don't, it doesn't necessarily have to get, have to be published, Although it'd be great if it did. Um, it's just, uh, if, you've, if you've already taken the time to say, write out a, uh, a specific article in Word document, just send it to them and say, here's the article that I've written. Um, but the pitch is you're looking for ways to volunteer your time. You're looking for ways to volunteer your energy to contribute right, to, the, uh, to the newspaper. Right? How can I... How can I partake? How can I be part of this? Uh, don't ask me, I don't ask me a closed-ended question such as, Are you looking for someone like that? It it's okay. I think you could do better. Uh, assume the sales, sort of say, and just say, Hey, how can I partake? If I were to do this, how can I partake? Anyways, very few trainers, very few gyms will take the time to do this. I, I mean, many, many times we had members come into our facility, said, Hey, Mike saw your article great article of course my response is when well, this is Jones that you give it to a friend um anyways you guys get the point um number three this is very interesting so 2000 uh I think it was 2016 is what it was um, um i was in charge of uh we had 21 uh anytime fitness locations uh, and i was in charge of our personal training part of the business and one of the questions i asked myself in 2016 was this um what is the lowest hanging fruit that I am not picking right now because I think I'm too busy or um, I think um, I don't have um, the time to dedicate to something like that, which I guess would be the same because I think I'm too busy. Um, And what I came up with is no one in our towns was an expert in corporate wellness so i found this lady her name is Trina gray it's her program but by the way if you use the code mike g50 you'll save a little bit of cash on the program so i purchased her program and we implemented her program in nine clubs before i tell you the outcomes let me tell you what the program actually uh is and how does it work right and so in the corporate fit challenge who you're looking for are companies that are five to fifty like you land Bigger companies, but don't look for big companies. 5 to 50 is where you want to be in So when I was calling these, these companies, um, here's what I learned. I learned that all of these small companies, they love their team. They want to see their team be better. They don't want to see their team be sick or miss work for whatever reason. Um, the other thing I noticed that almost every company that I spoke to every year they're claiming more dollars due to of course, preventable types of uh, diseases that we all know how to help people prevent. Um, what was very common is that in a lot of these organizations, you typically had somebody who was not healthy and not in good shape, motivating and inspiring other people to take action, which is part of the reason why a lot of uh, companies don't have a very good or strong corporate wellness approach. Um, And the other thing I learned is that I learned that these guys, these small companies, they don't see us as the solution to their problem for a very simple reason. They don't know that we also do corporate moments. Like they knew that we sell memberships, they knew that we sold personal training, but they didn't know, oh, you also do this. So here's how you get some traction around this. Every time you get some, every time somebody joins, every time somebody buys a training program, ask them, hey, Mrs. Jones, where do you work? What is your company doing to incentivize you guys to stay well? Who is your HR director? Can you give me their information? I'd like to contact them because we have a program that produces some serious outcomes. Just start gathering a list of where do your existing members and clients work, and that's how you're going to get the biggest traction here uh, with corporate moments. Uh, so specifically what it is or what is it? Uh, this is from uh, Trina Grays. This is her language um, Corporate food challenge is an affordable fund solution to inactivity and poor eating habits Two health risk factors that have the greatest impact on overall health would make a personal connection Not for motivation a short-term easy to commit to program essentially. It's 30 days of of unlimited access to your facility with a lot of personalized attention and very roundabout sort of way. But get the book, highly suggested, if you don't want to think of uh, of your own way to uh, do a corporate um, wellness program. I, I think the same goes like this. So smart people, right? They learn from their mistakes. Uh, wise people learn from other people's mistakes. So I, I'm done being smart. I, I'd rather be wise. So let, let's all learn from Trina because she's got a program that works. Um, so here's some of our outcomes. So for 12 months, I tracked these numbers. We only released it in nine of our 21 clubs. Um, and initially we weren't charging for the program. Our pitch to the community was this. We're looking for a local business or we're looking for ways to inspire local businesses, uh, to take charge of the health of their organization. And in order for us to do that, we need a volunteer, like we need a local testimonials. We're looking for a couple of local businesses to partake in the corporate fit challenge program. So some of our personal training managers, uh, they started charging for it, for it, which is why you see there's some revenue generated there. But total level, a period of 12 months, we have about 534 people get started. Uh, which once again, if you take a look at it over a period of 12 months, nine clubs, it's really not a whole lot of people, but there's a, there's a, there's a beauty here that I'll talk about at at the end of this slide. Um, 64% of people finished, which is weak. Remember this, our, we didn't know what the heck we were doing. Uh, you should be finishing upper seventies, lower eighties, uh, of the 338 people that actually uh, finished. Uh, 162 of them bought a membership which that was uh once again that's a very low closing percentage which should have been at 65 to 85 percent and then of the 162 45 bought a training program that's really low once again that's why i said earlier you need to have a protocol for trial conversion i didn't have one back then wish i did because that closing percentage should be about the same about 65 to 85%. What I love about this whole thing is we generated $245,000 in uh revenue of which about 90% of that revenue was generated by the personal training department and if you run a uh, a gym like I did or gyms like we did where the 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 main way of doing business for PT was we wait for the membership team to do their job like in other words they sign somebody up right and then the PT guys get to work this was the first time that my PT team was essentially empowered to go outside of their four walls and actually bring in the revenue. And although we should have done better, I didn't think that those uh, numbers were too shabby trying to program for 12 months. Anyways, um, corporate fit challenge program. to get the book. Uh, number four, party week. I say party week. We actually used to do party like a day uh, or um for two days, it was never really a party week. Um, but I would suggest doing a party week due to the interesting times that we're all in, hence, while I'm at home. And if you see the, the light going in and out like this, because my dog is walking around and bumping it with his uh, body. Um, anyways, so, but a party week would work it's because you're probably like us, limited to how many people you're able to have in your facility. No big deal. It should actually increase your odds of somebody showing up because there's a natural sense of, of urgency uh, created, which is, which is great. Uh, But why should you do some sort of a party week? And we do it twice a year. We do it in April and we do one in October Uh, because I believe if you're in the, in the uh, fitness business, you're actually in the entertainment business. Part of us being in this business is to help people feel uh, light. So make them laugh because we're silly because we have some sort of a theme uh, on that one particular day. Um, another reason you should do it because I believe we should look for ways for people to come into our facility other than just their scheduled workout. Uh, I think Starbucks was the one that uh, created or they were, the, I think the Howard Schultz is the one that said this in his book, Onward, where Starbucks is the third place, right? You have home, you have uh, work, right, and you have Starbucks. Well, in that same route, you have home, work, and you have gym. How do you how do you do that? Well, to do that, you gotta be you gotta think more that you're in the entertainment business and look for ways to have your people come and visit your facility on non-workout days. Um, party weeks are. Uh, a lot of fun, and I, 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 sh- and I should have, I guess, put that, uh, I guess, it doesn't really matter what order, but what, what I most love about Party Weeks, not only is it fun, it's because it generates a tremendous amount of revenue. Let me show you guys how. Uh, so, Party Weeks are about five specific things. Uh, it's about current and new client experience, which means on the day of, you should have a theme, you should be dressed up, uh, you should have music, you should have games, which we'll talk about more here in a minute. Uh, party uh, week is about referrals. Someone dedicated on your team should be asking people for referrals. But if you're going to ask me for something, there better be a good reason for why you're asking. We'll talk about on the next slide why you're asking. Of course, PT sales, membership sales. If you uh, if you sell those, um, and uh, to me, the party week is. How do we all work together as a team? There should be a couple of times throughout the year we, we all, where we, we, we work together as one unit to put on a wonderful show. And to me, it's, it's the party. So how does it work? Um, so you trade for prizes so clients, existing clients and new clients that come in that join or existing clients that come in to see what you have going on that day can play. When they first come in, you give them a couple of raffle tickets to play the games. In order for them to play more games, right? they need more tickets. In order for them to get more tickets, they need to give you a name and a phone number. Here's the deal. If I'm playing games for to earn raffle tickets, those raffle tickets will then get dropped into some really cool prizes. Do not be... Uh, gosh, I want to say the word cheap, but you're really not necessarily buying some of those things You're doing a lot of trade dollar-for-dollar dollar, but look for cool prizes you guys Things that you would want to win if you were to go to a gym or somewhere if they were having a day like this I hope that makes sense, right? Um, so you need raffle tickets to play games in order to motivate people to 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 play the games you need to uh, have great prizes so therefore you can ask people for a name and a phone number for raffle tickets so they can enter to win uh stuff have a theme dress up i think you guys uh, can figure out there's many different themes you can do uh have food throughout the day do a dollar for dollar trade if you know a dj great put on a show remember that you're in the entertainment business make it fun make it entertaining you got to have fun games you guys um, have a ton of appointments, uh, for membership and PT sales, which means what you're doing is you're promoting this event for <coughs> fifth, probably 21 days, three or four weeks. And you're having it the fourth or fifth week. Um, yeah, that makes sense. um, on the day, on the day of the party. There is no training session. So like in our clubs, we would have um, the membership team, which would consist of one or two people. You have the personal training team, which would consist of PT manager and anywhere between two to five trainers, depending on the size of the club. So on the day of the party, we hardly did any training sessions because that day was dedicated just to our members to make sure they're having a good time. They're playing games. We're getting referrals. We're asking them to bring friends. It's a big, 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 big day. Um, at the end of it all, don't forget to have fun. So let me tell you how big of a day If you do this, right? You'll get anywhere between a minimum of hundred up to 500 buddy referrals. You'll get anywhere, anywhere between 10 to hundred thousand dollars in sales. And we would do this in a day or two. So if you have a week to do it, imagine what kind of numbers you can produce. Um, anyways, Moving along. <laughs> Monthly client events. Um, there's a, a couple of reasons which I've mentioned already on why you should have a monthly client events. And some people will say that you might even want to have an event, say, every 21 days. Uh, so depending on which guru you listen to, okay? But well, we typically do something once a month, once every 30 days with our members. Why should you do it? Because once again, because you're in the entertainment business, uh, because you are looking for ways to build a community inside of your facility. And one of the ways you would do it is invite people for events that have nothing to do with working out. Um, hence my third point. Um, and we need to look for ways and I know that you guys already know this, especially if you're rocking your events monthly, we need to look for ways to spend more time and more energy with our members and our clients. Okay. So how do you do it? Um, there's a couple of points here. Nothing worse than somebody on the staff who doesn't understand the heart behind monthly client events. That really sucks. So make sure, step number one, everyone's bought it. Um, let's, make, let, let's say everyone is bought in. the way you promote this thing is anybody new that comes into your system at point of sale, you're literally signing them up. Mrs. Jones, thanks for joining, right? You do your your, uh, referral presentation, you get all the paperwork squared away, and you let her know, hey, Mrs. Jones, on the 22nd this month, our registered dietitian is talking about carbohydrates, uh, or whatever your topic is, uh, or we're going to burn and brew, meaning we're gonna burn a bunch of calories and we're gonna drink some beers, and you literally sign them up right there. Ms. Jones, I'm gonna put you on the sheet. If you can't make it, just let me know, but I'm gonna reserve your spot. Cool? Cool. Done. Have a seven-day countdown through a text and email promoting the sign-up. At the end of uh, every uh, training session, have a sign-up sheet, especially if you're doing some sort of a group or SGT or small group training sessions. Always ask people to invite friends and family. Uh, But here's the deal. If if I bring a friend of mine, say, to the event, you don't want to hit him up for a phone number right then and there. Uh, Meaning to try to get him into the gym ultimately. Yes, that's the goal What you your objective is to make sure that my friend has a great time So what you might want to do is partner me and my friend maybe with another member or two. That's a lot of fun right, um, and then when um maybe seven or ten days after the event if you see me come into the gym and you know that I brought John and who's my buddy uh, for the the event then ask me hey mike i saw you brought in john for uh for the burn and brew it seemed like he was having a good time hey i'd love to invite him in for a workout completely on me no strings attached i'd love to give him 30 days of unlimited personal training do you mind if i give his number and then chances are i'm going to give the number but the, the objective is like when you're doing these these uh events with your members and your clients have a really good time. Be a wonderful host, be a great entertainer and then seven to 10 days later, ask for a name and a phone number. So here's some of the things that we do and our uh, events are planned out uh, over a period of 12 months. Of course, you can see in April and May, we were closed. So we had lots of virtual um, uh, happy hours. Uh, If you you want to call that, we did have some booze here and there, which is totally fine. Um, did a picnic in June. The July event was off the hook dogs and coffee. My business partner and I, we took a, uh, uh, a, a stick mobility workshop. It was a really fun workshop. Um, and when we were at that particular studio, we saw that the studio was doing dogs and coffee and we just thought, what a cool, wonderful idea. So September we're looking for, um, Actually, we already found an event, uh, um, a, not an event, a, a business for us to volunteer. We're, we're frontier with a local uh, dog shelter. Um, but anyway, you guys get the point. Have monthly events planned out. There should be somebody on the team that's in charge of working out the details. When you, As you guys meet up on a weekly basis, talk about if there's anything that needs to happen, if there's anything that the rest of the team needs to do to make sure the event is successful. Okay. Um, hmm, number six. This one is my favorite. Um, it's my favorite for a couple of reasons. Check this out. All right, so co-author a book. Why should you co-author a book? Well, first of all, how many, if you're listening to this and you're club owner, manager, trainer, how many other club owners, managers, trainers do you know that have co-authored some sort of a book? Um, not a whole lot. We co-authored a book with the Functional Aging Institute. Um, which gives us just incredible, instant authority, instant credibility, like our unique selling proposition, the people that we do our best work with in the one facility that we have left are people that are struggling and living with metabolic syndrome. So we typically uh, steer towards a little bit older. Um, and um, what's interesting is when you give somebody who just signed up a book, uh that and in that book, it essentially pre-sells them on the training session, just talks about uh how and why exercising works and why should you do it, and inspires them through wonderful stories. I'll talk about the outcomes here in a minute um, on that type of guerrilla marketing, how it works. But uh what I think is really, really interesting about co-authoring a book is my last point, which is this: this will make you stand out like no other my business partner and i we were at a health fair and there were a bunch of other gyms that were there um you know and they're all giving away business cards or whatever's that they're doing we're the only ones that had a book and of course we were at the front of the table not behind the table make sure at the front of the table and uh we're talking to people about how we co-authored a book uh the name of our book is uh younger or uh, younger longer or living younger longer i believe is 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 the i have a picture of it here in a minute uh, but let me move on to the next slide. Um, so what the heck is this? Uh, this is, uh, co-authoring a book is this. Every book is an intentionally short, under 100 pages, so your ideal prospect can read it cover to cover in under 45 minutes of the content. It's simple. It's inspiring. Just enough information to to encourage your prospect to take you up on your special introductory offer, of course, at the, at the very end. Younger, longer. That's the book that we wrote uh, that my business partner and I co-authored with the Functional Aging Institute, because once again, our demographic of the people that we do our best work with are folks that are 55 and up. We're looking for folks that have high blood pressure. We're looking for folks that are hypertensive because we have ways to not only um, give them a baseline screen, but because we have a registered dietitian on staff, we have a way uh, to actually help them improve those outcomes through a, through a very specific program. We track the numbers for the first six months uh, with the book. We still track them, but these are the numbers for the first six months because I think they're most relevant. Um, our show percentage increased, our closing percentage increased, um, which I thought was already pretty high, but it, it went up by another fifteen percent. We generated twelve thousand bucks in sales just from us giving the book to every new member, to every new client that signed up to read it before their uh, before their training session, right? Of course, and then we would ask them to share it with their friends and family. Uh, anyways, I hope that piques your interest. Uh, To at least check out uh, the coauthors.com slash PFP website. It's really, really interesting way to to generate some business. Very unconventional. Um, Let's talk about wellness programs, not just weight loss programs. If you are a studio or a gym at some point, I am sure you ran some sort of a 21 day uh, or a six week fat loss or weight loss program. Nothing wrong with those, they're fine and they and they, and they work, uh, but I believe what will work better is something in my opinion that's very relevant now, which is wellness, not necessarily just weight loss. Um, why should you maybe consider doing some wellness programs? Uh, because I believe the fitness business personally is the prevention like we're the people that people come and see before they they go to the hospital right um and so because we're in the prevention business and yes exercising of course you everybody understands helps improves the quality of people's lives but do you have a way to measure some of the wellness outcomes um i believe you'll get attracted even more uh people that you do your best work with um, specifically to us, uh, the wellness programs speak to our unique selling proposition, to our vision. Our vision in the one club that we have left is to be the metabolic syndrome expert in town. So to do that, we've got to have the education, we've got to have the expertise, and we got to we got to have a way to measure these wellness uh, outcomes. Um, I think the main reason you should do this, and why I put it as one of the guerrilla marketing strategies, is because there's probably nobody in your market that, uh, specializes working with people that have, um, that are diabetics, that are heart disease, or they have have heart disease, or maybe they're hypertensives that they have, they've had strokes, strokes in the past, or maybe they have all sorts of, uh, aches and, and pains. Um, nobody specializes working with those individuals and certainly markets to those individuals as well. Um, so specifically, I mentioned this before, these are the programs that we've been running over the last I don't know, we probably run out 20 plus programs. So you're probably looking at two and a half or so years. Uh, Diabetes programs, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, uh, past strokes. So we call it a wellness program, but we're looking for folks that have high blood pressure, cholesterol. Uh, Six week lifestyle programs. We're looking for folks folks that are uh, living or struggling uh, with uh, obesity. And uh, six week brain health programs. So right now we have a way to give somebody a baseline of, uh, like I mentioned earlier, uh, memory, uh, dual task, um, or dual tasking, um, um, their, uh, processing speed. Uh, it's very interesting. And then we put them through, of course, a uh, brain health, uh, program. Uh, if you're interested in learning more about brain health program, check out, um, Ryan glad just to Google him. He's got uh, a very nice certification brain health trainer. Um, check it out. Um, so the strategy behind these wellness programs, okay, so we're going to get a a little bit into, into, into weeds because every time I talk about this, the first question that uh, club owners and managers typically ask me is "Oh, how the heck, how do I market for this? Yeah, I feel like I'm pretty good in, in helping people understand uh, that by the way, um, you don't have to be, you don't have to have a registered dietitian to talk to people about diabetes. In fact, what you ought to do is read a book. And then base your six-week program, essentially, all the six-week program content off of that particular book. And then weekly, right, educate people on the book. Give everybody the book. And all you are at that point is just interpreting information. You're discussing what the author uh, uh, wrote. But when it comes to marketing specifically, here's what we do. And this works really well. So we prime the audience for 21 days with very useful and very relevant uh, information. We boost a couple of videos uh, twice a week for uh, for 10 bucks a day. And on the days that we're not boosting, we're putting out really solid, very useful, relevant information. So, for example, let's say we're going to do a diabetes program, which means on day 22, we're going to drop our main video. So day 1 through 21, we are um, heavily uh, dropping some useful, relevant content that has both video capabilities uh, and just – wonderful, solid articles relating to diabetes. The idea is to drive engagement, right? The idea is to drive comments, shares, and likes, um, because on day 22, you will you will uh, recapture essentially all of that attention that you've been able to drum up. So it's a really good book by Dan Kennedy uh, um, called, um, gosh, of course I can't remember it. Um, by Dan Kennedy Oh, no, no BS guide to social media um, marketing. Read that book. And he talks about exactly what to do and how to do as it relates to priming the audience. It's very helpful. Um, on day 22, you're going to drop a main a video retargeting all the eyeballs during priming right during that uh, two week period when your main video is being advertise you need to be emailing your existing um your existing uh, email base if you have posters and flyers you better hang them up and you better talk about them and contact any corporate contacts uh you may have so here's the average right? so we've done now 20 plus six week programs and an average will spend about 600 bucks or so uh for two weeks worth of advertising which will yield us an average about forty leads. Which some of you that are listening to this are probably getting one hundred forty or two hundred forty leads. That's great. Um, our town is really flipping small, so for me to even get that, it would be it's pretty impressive. Um, our average show and close, as you see, but what the the best part about it is that when we spend six hundred bucks, we get twenty two hundred dollars back, and this is all in a matter of about four to five weeks. Anytime you get a three to one return on your money i think that's uh that's a pretty good that's a pretty safe bet once again the only thing that's going to prevent you guys from doing this is because you don't have the relevant content so spend some time reading some stuff put together powerpoints and handouts create a wonderful program that incorporates both education which is why i was saying earlier you need to have some public speaking skills uh uh, developed which which this will help along with of course exercise moving along um improvement plans this one is interesting i bet that if i were to um assess any one of your guys's clients right now if we were to do a fitness evaluation i bet i would find some clients that are struggling we all have right and so The question is this, why are these people working out with us? I believe these clients are working out with us because they're, for whatever reason, they're unable to do what they wanna do on their own. So we, as trainers, we get paid for done. What's done? Done is when the client accomplishes their objective. So if you have clients that are struggling, that means the job isn't getting done. What I'm saying is this, if you know the client is struggling, what are you doing about it? And I wanna make sure I'm clear here that the heart behind a success plan or an improvement plan is not to necessarily get an upgrade that will happen naturally because um, that's kind of like where the conversation is, is leading to, but it doesn't have to end up in a, in an upgrade. The reason you're doing this is because you know, your client is struggling you're recognizing they're struggling and you need to give their client some extra TLC. So there's some components about putting a client on a, on a successful and i'll tell you where i got this i um can't remember the the name of the of the author but the book is this um how to um oh my gosh i'm blanking uh, oh the coaching salespeople into sales champions that's where i got the idea of putting clients on a 30-day plan of course in the book they talk about how do i Make sure that my team of salespeople, whoever you're in charge of, performs. Um, The way that I look at this, my client's performance essentially are the outcomes, right? That they're supposed to be producing based on my influence. And so if the outcomes aren't there, that means my influence, quite frankly, sucks, right? It's not very good. I got to do better, right? So once I recognize that my client is not on track, it's in that moment I need to have a heart-to-heart and put him on a success plan so you're putting clients on 15 21 day plan where you're going to give them some extra TLC. so if the client is only working out with you once a week or twice a week then you need them to come in to see you three times a week for the short period of time uh if the client has say unlimited team or just some sort of a team training package and you have some one-on-one and small group training then you need them to do that meaning more of a private individualized sort of way of training because you want to give them, right, that extra uh, extra attention, but you're only doing this for a period of 15 to 21 days. So you're discussing the challenge that the client is having and you're discussing three or four solutions and whatever the plan you put together, you're gonna review this plan in 15 to 21 days. If the solution was Mrs. Jones is working out with you more frequently <clears throat> and that worked and she liked it, and it's as simple as Mrs. Jones, do you wanna continue training at this at pace or do you want to go back to your normal frequency? Totally up to you. right? Let It's a very soft, soft sort of a close because you already have a relationship with these individuals. But like I said, read the book, Coaching Sales People into Sales Champions. That's where I originally got this idea. There's actually like six or seven steps you would go through to put somebody on a success plan or an improvement plan. Um, your clients deserve it. Get it done um monthly workshops there's uh, probably next to the book i would like i would say one of the set, one of the biggest things that we do and of course also you know the the newspaper deal that's big as well but this also helps us develop big authority with our clientele so you could do these workshops face to face be sensitive in the time that we're in if you're obviously the Socially responsible and socially distancing, like you're supposed to. Um, you could also do them virtually, right? So we do them. Uh, we do them both. Sometimes we do them uh, virtually. Sometimes we do them face to face. But you need um, you need a strategy. So our strategy is, is this: is this. we we'll always invite friends and family. You because you know we have a list of all the companies that are current clients and members, uh, where they work at. We invite. Those corporate heads, typically HR directors uh, or you know CEOs, to come to a specific workshop if you feel like a particular workshop will help will benefit them. Of course, you know invite clients uh, uh, and members and their friends and family. Make it available. Remember, you are the prevention expert in your town. So, as to me, part of being the prevention expert is education. So always, always invite the community and make sure the chamber of commerce. Uh, knows uh, what uh, what you're doing these are uh, so we're very heavily nutrition based on our on our on our topics so those are the topics that uh, we we talk about Um, I mentioned some of these uh, earlier what I didn't mention is this um, have other experts on so especially if you're doing a virtual um, workshop you can have someone anywhere in the us that, uh, you know, or maybe, you know, through someone that knows someone, um, as an expert on your show. Right. So, um, I have a, a client of mine. He's a, he's a top 10 urologist, uh, in, uh, in the country. Right. So he would be a perfect candidate for, uh, him to drop in and give him some, some knowledge or give us, give him, give us some knowledge on, um, how does, what are some of the things that he deals with as a urologist on a daily basis? And how might that relate to you um, starting to take care of yourself at an earlier age? So you don't have to see uh, essentially my, uh, my my client or whatever topic you give them. What I'm saying is what are some other experts that are relevant to your unique selling proposition that you can invite to do a show? I guess you could say kind of like a podcast, right? That you're interviewing someone, but think of, uh, Think of uh, like professionals in other uh in other fields um listen i if you don't make this fun if this is not engaging or interacting if there isn't a way for me and maybe to uh win something or if the first five people show up they get something um you'll have a hard time keeping people's attention so make it fun i think you guys get it chamber after our events i know this might sound uh, very. Basic, but uh, gosh, the last five conversations I had with uh, some club owners, they don't do it. Um, I don't understand why. Um, so, but the only thing with Chamber of Commerce uh, events is this you got to have a goal. So, my goal if I go to them is so it's typically once a month, it's a luncheon, you know, you meet everybody, they highlight a business. Uh, chamber after hours, they come to your business. So that's pretty cool. Um, so I guess that that's what I'm referring to here as ch- chamber after hours, make sure that the only way you're going to get, you're going to get people to come to your, to your gym is if you're going to these monthly uh, gatherings, right? And you're part of the chamber of commerce. But when you go to these monthly gatherings, here, here's my point, or whether, but even if they come to you, your objective is to get two business cards, you need to start a conversation and your objective is to leave with two people that might be interested in doing some sort of a. Corporate wellness something the pitch is the same as it was uh, For the paper and that is for the newspaper that is you're looking for ways to volunteer your time You're looking for ways to volunteer your energy. I'm curious. What are you guys doing as an incentive to keep your staff healthy? And that's your lead-in and I'm curious what kind of conversations you come up, okay, but <laughs> You got to have a plan though. So if you don't have a plan like I said, go. uh, maybe maybe Get get the uh, corporate fit outfit challenge out. Okay. Um, last but not least, uh, I want to talk a little about about virtual coaching. By no means, I am an expert in virtual, but I do talk to uh, lots and lots of people. And I go through a ton of information. Um, and I just want to talk about the do's and the don'ts. So let's talk about the don'ts as it relates to virtual anything. So here's what. Everyone is going to expect if I were to work with you as the trainer or you as the gym owner, I'll expect that you'll have some sort of live workouts for me. Um, I'll be expected expecting you to give me workouts to do on my own. Right. And there's probably going to be some sort of nutritional coaching. And if that's all you're doing, that's like, you know, the, the analogy I'm thinking about if I if I go stay at a hotel I expect that they'll have you know a bathroom and a towel like it's just it's so primitive it's so basic you guys got to do better all right so here's here's what I'm suggesting and here's what we've done and it was received very well okay I don't know what kind of supplements uh, you're using we use uh, dot fit um, uh, supplements though other than of course they're, they're, they're the product tastes great and right and they, and it's high quality as far as uh, the the science behind it the business part of it is very interesting to me i can drop ship my product clients don't expect that um clients also don't expect for you to specialize in a particular area or have a specialty you can be general weight loss but if you also specialize they don't expect that have a well laid out three or four point uh, plan. So when you're presenting your, uh, your um, um, product or your, your, your coaching program to your prospects, have a three or four point plan that people can understand on how this particular plan will solve their particular uh, problem. Have a sales presentation. Here's what I'm thinking about when I say this. Um, A guy by the name of Donald Miller has a company called Story Brand Marketing. That's what we use. Get on storybrandmarketing.com and use their story brand marketing format to put together uh, a well thought out sales presentation. What people uh, don't expect is some sort of daily, weekly, bi-weekly or monthly content that's specific to what they wanna do, right? So if I find out during the qualifying part of the process with my prospect that they've had a hard time staying motivated, or they're a diabetic, I will send them that content to help them with that particular deal. You need, or with that particular, with that particular challenge, you need a delivery system to do it. So we use a company called, uh, coach catalyst, check them out. They'll, uh, they'll, they'll be able to, they'll, you'll see what they do. Um, I mentioned this once before partner up with different professionals and create useful and relevant content Like people do not expect that as part of a virtual training program that you might know somebody who is a registered Uh nurse or registered dietitian or a urologist or a somebody, maybe you know, somebody who's a pathologist. Um, right? so who are these professionals that you're uh, interacting with that you that you know that might want to come on and discuss a very specific topic. Of course, record everything and archive it all. Um, and the one thing this is very interesting, Some, I think some trainers do a pretty good job. But listen, I've managed uh, over 150 trainers for 15 plus years. And uh, they didn't always take their education seriously. Uh, of course, NASM is a wonderful approach uh, to stay on top of uh, your game. Whatever you're learning, what people don't expect is you constantly look for ways to make the program that much better. I hope you guys find this very useful. You guys can uh, contact me at my email address is mike.gelfgott at gmail.com. And I hope to hear from you guys very, very soon.